Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning into the Marriage is Tough and the Woodpecker Lives podcast. For our longtime listeners, welcome and uh, or welcome back. And for our new listeners, welcome for the first time. Uh, today we're going to be talking about making the changes stick. I'm going to tell a short story about something that my wife and I discovered in therapy. And then we'll just uh, rip off of the topic like that. Yeah, and we just asked... Um you know, the purpose of this is to make a community. So if you could just hit us up, if you have any questions at marriageistougher.com, um, if you would like to be a guest, there's a form that you can fill out there. And it also has an archive of all of our podcast episodes, or you can just um, reach out to us searching marriage is tougher on um, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. So please just, um, any questions you have, feel free to reach out there. Uh, but let's get into this episode. Yeah. So I, I really like this topic because I think it'll make us more mindful for those of us who are actively working on our marriages, make us more aware of the changes that we're trying to make and making sure that if we think that these changes are appropriate, that these issues stay changed, right? Um so like I said in the intro, I want to kind of just lead off with a story from, you know, my uh, therapy sessions with my wife. And this is, you know, something simple, right? What we identified is I'm very, I'm, I'm a fixer. All right. What I was going to say is I'm very solution based, but what it is, is I'm a fixer. And I'm sure most men can relate to that. Um, but you know, the story goes like this. So my wife sees me sitting on the couch and I guess she felt that I was kind of disengaged from the family. Right. Um, and it wasn't even like I was just on my phone and scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Right. I, she basically felt like I was just off in space. And the issue was I have just have a lot of things going on in life right now, right? There's business things, there's work things. Um, and like, there's just multiple factors to all of these, um, you know, in the business, I'm losing one of my key employees at the end of the month. And so I'm like thinking about how I can get him replaced. What's that going to look like if I can't get a replacement in a timely manner? Am I going to have to go back out in the field, you know, um, looking at selling the business, you know, looking at what that's going to allow me to do at my main job and just all of these things. Right. And so my, my wife is looking to me for an answer. Like, why are you in space right now? Right. Or in outer space. And in my mind, I wanted to be able to give her an answer that was a solution, right? I didn't want to present something to her that seemed like, number one, a problem, or seemed, number two, that I didn't have a, gra a firm grasp on, right? And so because my brain was working like that, I kind of got stuck, and I'm just like, 
responding in a manner that's more or less like, uh, I, I don't have much to say right now. <laughs> you know, she's like, I can clearly see there's something going on. Just talk to me. Um, but I was, again, like I was just kind of stuck. So what we figured out in therapy is number one, that I'm a fixer and knowing that and knowing that's how my mind's working, that what my wife is actually trying to ask me or what would help me get some of this stuff out in the form that she would best receive it is if she asked me, how are you feeling about what's going on? Right. And when she does that, it very easily helps me just verbally process everything that's going through my head. And within me talking about how I feel about it, naturally what's actually going on also comes out. Uh, so I, I basically just gave my wife the, a specific tool to allow me to speak to her. And what I also learned is, you know, going forward, because we've had that conversation, I'll be more aware of the situation and hopefully be able to pull myself out. But then, you know, she has the, like I said, the key to unlock my brain to allow me to speak to her when, when need be. Man, that is, <laughs> that's really amazing. It's a lot. But, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, there's so much there in that story, um, specifically talking to something we always go back to about, you know, we need tools to help our marriage grow and to continue to evolve. And that's um, what therapy allows. Therapy is a tool, but it also gives tools. Mm -hmm. Right. So having that conversation brought up a tool to help you all um, just work through something that, you know, a lot of us get bogged down by. But what one thing you said that kind of stuck out to me is you wanted to have a solution, you know, or a grasp on what you were thinking about before you could feel like you could give a solid answer. Mm -hmm. um, and I just wrote down, like, we have to be okay with being in process, yeah. right, in the middle of the process of our thoughts or of whatever the situation that we're thinking about is. Like we have to be okay to be in that space where we don't know and to be able to discuss with our spouse that we don't know. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's, that's another level of vulnerability too. Yeah. Right. To be like, man, this is, and I think that's why the feelings part works. Because it gives us a pass um, for those of us who are comfortable with working through our feelings or getting more comfortable with our feelings. That gives us a pass to kind of talk through that from a feeling perspective and not from a I need to know it all perspective. Because I know a lot of us are like, I can't have a conversation until I know everything that I want to say. I need my talking points. I need to know where it's going. I need to know where it's ending. I need to know where it might pivot as I'm having this conversation. Um, but that really is manipulation. 
Oof. Wow. And it really is not vulnerable. And it's really a lot of times what I'm learning, my therapy says, it's really from a protective space. Yeah. Like you can spin it all like, oh, I just want to have a good conversation and like really make sure it flows. No, you're like manipulating what it is because you don't want to be hurt if something you say is rejected by your spouse. Rejection meaning like I'm going to give you pushback or that's not a good idea or why the heck are you thinking like that? That's crazy. Like any of those things can be said and that is underlying for me, I'll say that's, that, that's the rejection part, but it's more so how do I walk through? But it's not like I hate you or don't like you or I'm pushing you away. It's just think about that differently. But be okay with that feedback. So for me, some of that, some of the times of having those conversations are, I'm not ready to take the feedback because I want my, I already want my, I want the topic when I'm going to talk, I want it to be fully formed and buttoned up, but that's not what life is. So, yeah, I don't know. I just said a lot. Oh, man, that was good. A couple things. Um, <laughs> I had a moment there when you mentioned that could be manipulation where I immediately felt defensive, which makes that so real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was crazy. But I realized it and I was like, no, nah, that's. That is legitimate. Like I, I don't want to be in a in a in an uncomfortable space where she may be questioning what I'm thinking or questioning the decisions I'm making in a manner that would make me feel that I don't know what I'm doing, but I clearly don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. <laughs> the reason that we're mulling over is because we don't know yet. Yeah. That's why we're lost in space because we're trying to figure it out. Um, and I don't know where we got to this place that we have to know everything or we have to know everything specifically with our wives. I know because sometimes we can compartmentalize and be like good with learning and not knowing outside of our marriage. But for some reason in our marriage with the person that actually will give us the most grace and probably have better solutions, we don't say, hey, I don't know. Yeah. And that's something we talked about, too. It came up and I was like, I, I realize sitting here in therapy that if I just have this conversation with her, that she could more quickly help me along in the process. Right. Come to a solution. And then we kind of get to skip the step of me bringing what I think should be the solution to her and then having to go through the process again anyway, because she has to catch up to where I'm at. And, you know, then make the the solution equitable for everybody, right? But if I just make her part of the process, that is inherently built in to the process and we get there faster. I'm like, I know that. <laughs> Problem is, <laughs> see, what had happened was, um, so yeah, that's, it makes all the sense in the world, man. And, you know, Get, not getting too far off of topic of making the changes stick, I feel like 
number one, because we've had that conversation, I'll be more aware of it mm-hmm. when it happens and I'll be able to hopefully help myself in the future um, see what it is actually that she's asking me if she tends to ask it in a different manner. Um, but then I've also given her the key to the unlock, right? Or to the lock where she knows if she asks me basically the same question in a different manner, she gets the answers that she wants and we get to have this whole conversation and I open up and, you know, give her everything that she's looking for. So I feel like that is, you know, a couple different layers of accountability and, you know, uh, tools and checkpoints that allows this change that we've decided needs to happen to stick. Yeah. I mean, that wasn't off topic. That was bringing it back to the topic. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I was thinking as you were saying it, it is, how do, how do we make, how do we make changes stick? And you just hit the nail on the head. Be having someone to be vulnerable to that say, Hey, like, I need this and having someone that is able to say, Hey, you need this. Mm. Right. And that's in anything, any behavior change or modification, you need someone that you trust, which who can we trust more than God, but our wives. (laughs) So we need someone to trust, which is our wife that will to, to be able to um, to guard our heart, really, is what that is. For when we aren't fulfilling that change as we're walking through, like, as we're inconsistent, right? We're trying to get consistent. That's what making a change is. It's, it's consistently doing whatever that activity is. So for someone to to point out to us that we're not being consistent and us being trusting them enough to know that they want our best interest in at, you know, our best interest and they want us to be our best. So they're, they're pointing it out so that we can see it and be consistent. So trusting someone and having someone to hold us to what we said and be accountable for it. Yeah. And that is really it. It's more so us, sitting in that trust. I know we have an episode layer of trust that we did a couple episodes ago. And like, that's a part of it with our wives is how can we best make our changes stick, trust them and be open to them. Sometimes it's easier said than done, but that's really it. Yeah. You know, something that came up in that counseling session is I realized I'm better at this at work than I am at home, right? If I need assistance in an area or if I don't know something, right, I could probably very easily go somewhere and just look up the information. But I have no problem just walking down the hall because I know that person has the answer. It's going to save me time. Hey, can you help me out with this? And, you know, I get a yes and I'm done it's been more difficult for me to do that at home for some reason. Um, but again, that's a change that needs to happen and we're working on making that stick as well. Um, we had actually previously talked about it in a 
different therapy session. But, you know, the our therapist was asking us to practice asking each other, each other for help. And even just to start off with small things, right? Um, you know, you could be in the kitchen and, you know, you, you need a paper towel or whatever. You could just go get it by yourself or, you know, but more or less it was just, just the act of asking for help, right? It's going to seem like a mundane or ridiculous request, but just practice asking for help. Hey, can you hand me a paper towel? Right. And then you advance to the bigger stuff. And then eventually you're in an area where, you know, you're in a stuck, right? Like I was saying, I'm considering all these different things. And rather than my wife seeing me sitting there on the couch, wondering what is going through his head right now, I just open up and say, Hey babe, can you help me process through this? I'm, I'm struggling. I'm stuck right now. And what a wonderful world would that be to live in? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you just gave us as husbands the that freedom. Just say, hey, can you help me process this? Mm-hmm. Like, just come to the realization that that's what you're doing in your head, but now let's do it as a team. Yeah. Right? And that that is a space of, that's a space where all wives want to be, like, I mean, I hear it from, you know, what's going on in your head? Like, I don't know what he's thinking about and all that. I mean, multiple times, you know, in coaching sessions and all that, I hear that. And, um, you know, even in my own marriage, right? Like, what is, what are you, what are you thinking about? And it's just like, a lot of the times we freeze. But if we would just allow ourselves to say, hey, help me process, blah. Or I was just thinking about, well really i don't know what i was thinking about but you know now that you mentioned it you know something that has crossed your mind in the last couple seconds like you know it's 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 us being able to yeah just ask for help um or ask for her to come in not even necessarily help Mm. but just ask and uh invite her in to the space yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense because it it might not be something that she knows anything about but she still wants to be informed wants to know what you're going through would probably want to know how she can assist in any manner right even if it's just she's going to be a sounding board where you know you, you say the things out loud um you know, she can offer a comment here and there where she can, but literally just the act of saying these things out loud offers more relief than holding it all in your mind, right? It's There's just a different level of clarity when you're able to say it out loud. Yeah, it's uh, almost a releasing mm-hmm. of whatever's in your brain once it's outside then it's like oh like you hear it you hear it differently yeah when you're talking from when you're talking in your head to talking out loud so and then having the safest person in the world for you you know say that you know hear them um is is something that will just automatically bring you closer yep and that came up in the session as well a therapist is like I like how you process through that, Brian. That's uh, 
That's a very vulnerable thing you just did. And I was like, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you can't you can't be afraid to get into that space or that mode, right? That that vul- vulnerability mode. Um man, it just helps. It really does. Yeah, and and the more you do it, the easier it is to do. Like you mm-hmm. just it now becomes a rhythm of your life, a rhythm of your marriage. And that really will help in all of those kind of intimate areas. Like if you have kids with, you know, your kids or other people close to you, just to kind of like invite those people in so they can feel like they're a part of your world. Mm. And it helps you model that for others too, right? It just becomes, it becomes how your kids speak to each other or speak to you. Like, hey, what are you thinking about, bub? You know, or, yeah. hey, how are you feeling? You know, and then, you know, imagine just having them just process back with you what's going on. Um, and the more they do it, the more they, it's just what you do. And it's not something. So it's setting them up to be able to process their, what they're thinking out loud and be comfortable with that. So it's, setting them up for their marriage but also other other parts of life that's awesome man i i think we should end there because that's why we do this right our, our legacy piece um, we want the the kids to be healthy and that's not just physically but mentally and be able to enter and even exit relationships healthily right yeah, that's all I got to say on it, man. Thank you for adding that piece at the end there. Hey, no problem. And as we're wrapping up, again, feel free to hit us up on our socials, searching Marriage is Tougher. Um, that's YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And don't forget to check out marriageistougher.com so you can hear um, our other episodes. And you can go back and check out Layers of Trust to talk about more ways to be vulnerable and um trusting in your relationship but until next time we'll see you later peace thanks for listening if you got any value out of this episode we'd like to invite you to rate follow and review on your favorite podcast platform if you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered hit us up on our website marriageistougher.com or follow us on facebook searching marriage is tougher than woodpecker lips thanks again this is paul and this is brian we will talk to you next time